I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Wrong part. Okay. It's a podcast, not a cast pod. Hey, rage every day she'll make you say, oh my God. Don't forget it, Teddy Beats. On pop culture news, so grab a drink. It ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. You guys! Oh my God, so excited. Welcome to the Hey Frage podcast. I am your host, Sarah Frazier, and it is such an exciting show. Paul Wharton is here today, the fabulous Paul Wharton. And of course, it is a special Monday because not only is Paul joining us, but Danny Starr is here. She is a mom. She is a DC radio top personality. She's an author. And you are now a podcast host. Your your podcast, Empathy and Eyebrows, is out. And girl, you go deep. I launched my podcast. Damn, I listened and like heavy, heavy stuff. So Empathy and Eyebrows is the podcast. Yes. You are episode two. Episode three will launch on Friday. Yes. 
But you, like, she went deep, Paul. Like, okay, so her second episode is talking about your dad, yeah. who is still an active alcoholic, right? He is. Yeah, he was, I mean, he did a, he did good for a while. But here's the thing. With my dad, it's, like, always been in and out. So my dad is the guy who literally graduated from rehab, and then we went to Applebee's, and he celebrated with a beer. Straight oh, wow. up. Okay. Straight up. So, like, that's just who he is. But for some people, they go into rehab just to really dry out. Just to get their liver together and get their mind right, right? Listen, my, I, I'm sure my dad didn't go on purpose. Like, I'm okay. sure he got a DWI or something, and that mm-hmm. that's how he wound up there. But his ass definitely celebrated with the beer afterwards. I was <laughs> like, okay, this is our life. <laughs> I mean, you played on Empathy and Eyebrows, your new podcast. You played, like, voice messages that yeah. you've saved. And I could totally relate because you say, like, you know, probably people are going to find it weird that I have these drunken voicemails from so my dad. But you basically said, you know, I feel like I can lose him at any th- – I could lose him yeah. at any moment. And so I saved them. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, because I lost my dad in high school, yeah. not to alcohol addiction. But he had cancer. But – But, I mean, I know that feeling. And my mom, who's been through breast cancer, had a stroke. I saved so many voicemails from her because you never know. And I just... I think the shit that you're doing on your podcast is so good. Thank you so much. You got to get ready for episode three. I'm talking about scamming. Ooh, okay. So what was scamming? (laughs) Yeah, tell us about I want to hear about that. Okay, so the Prince of Dubai, who clearly is not the Prince of Dubai. Now, here's the crazy part. That's just his IG name? No, he... (laughs) Slid into my DMs telling me, like, first of all, that was his pickup line. It's like, I'm the Prince of Dubai. I said, hey, I'm Danny from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Right. <laughs> That's literally my response was like, hey, I'm Danny from the U.S. I'm mm-hmm. Danny from the U.S. So he jumped in, and already I know he's a scammer, okay? I know because, one, the Prince of Dubai has a real Instagram that is verified, and, babe, you are not him. <laughs> right. So I know. I'm like, okay. So I'm just waiting for it. And, I, you know, I carry on the conversation because I'm like, okay. Prince of Dubai, he needs something. I know whatever it is. So he's in there. He's talking about how he loves me. He wishes he wishes I he could see me. I, he wishes I could see myself through his eyes. I'm like, you can't even see me through your eyes. It's like Instagram, fool. But okay, it's whatever. Going on. I, I carry on the conversation. I go three days into talking to the Prince of Dubai, and here he is. He comes and he drops that bomb, baby. And you know what it is? He needs some money for the orphanage. So I need to give him some money for the orphanage because that will impress the king, his dad. Right. And then he will be allowed to marry me. I'm like, oh, you need money for the orphanage. Cool. Oh, Got my you. God. Does anyone ever buy this? Oh, yes, Paul. All, all the, time. the time. This is yeah. why they do this all the time, because somebody will believe the Prince of Dubai. Now, I'm not that girl. I'm not believing shit. Mm-hmm. OK, so you know what I did? I sent his ass a confirmation to Western Union, and I told him I sent him $1,000. When I tell you the look on his face, baby, when he got there and only picked up $1. <laughs> Did you send a dollar? I sent a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent him the, I sent him the You are so petty. No. Oh, my God. No, what you are not going to do this. is try to scam me. So I sent him. He sent me the name of the person I needed to send the money to. And, I, I mean, I'm telling you, I gassed the hell out of him. I said, the kids need this. Please make sure you get it as soon as possible. He's like, I yes. I sent it right now. Yes. I sent him the transfer, like, all of it, the confirmation, <laughs> everything he needed to get it. I am kid, and then I blocked his ass. Like, go pick up your good dollar. By the way, it's three dollars and forty-five cents because with the the Dubai <laughs> conversion, I love it. I did. Go ahead. Don't try to scam Wait, me. So, what did he say after he got just the one dollar? Oh, I blocked him. Oh, you, you know, blocked yeah, him. After I, you well, know, as soon as you told him you sent the money, what was his oh, he initial was ex- response? His initial response was like four paragraphs of how much he loves me, how the kids are going to be so happy, how the king is going to be so pleased, and he can't oh. wait to send for me. And wouldn't that be some shit if this was real? Listen. (laughs) And the king is like, yes, Yes. bring her. Give her the whole (laughs) dynasty. I'll be mad as hell like I played myself. (laughs) For $3.45.
You played a fool. He played a fool. No, he wasn't the prince, though. I did my research. Okay. He was just some random. But you who... just got a little sweat on your head. I know, You're I was like, like, hold, hold on. on. <laughs> you think he might could be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, people are watching. I want to tell people to be sure to share this right now on yes. Facebook. So every Monday and Wednesday, the Hey Fresh podcast is live on Facebook at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard. Share it right now. Danny Starr is my special guest. Paul Wharton is here on a Monday. And we have so many topics to cover. Yes. So we're going to cover Kanye West has returned to Twitter. Mm. And it was big this weekend. And everybody is losing their mind about his Candace Owen tweet. Yeah. Which we'll talk about who she is. And then also, I think he's running for president. Like, I think that oh, was God. a complete strategy. Listen. It's anything is possible in this world. That is clear. <laughs> anything, is, right? Anything is possible. We know anyone can be in the White House. Yeah. So clearly he's working on something. Yep. Um, we also have to talk about um, the CBS commentator who was a former NFL player, the guy who posed with his daughter with a gun. In the prom mm-hmm. date picture, yes, of in The course. prom date picture. we got to get to that. And then now there's actual science that unattractive people make more money. So I want to see if you guys think that's true. Because we've all worked in media. We all work in a industry where supposedly... The people we know around us that work... Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Do the ugly ones come out on top? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do they? I don't know. I, but I think, yes, they do. Like, do you really yes. think that? Okay, I think of all the job environments that I've worked at, the ugliest people have made the most. They're either in management. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if she's if that's and what I, she's talking about, yeah. I concur. Yeah, concur. okay. And we know some ugly people that have also but you know, ventured. in this day and age, if you got a couple of coins, you can make yourself look good. Absolutely. We, <laughs> you know what we I were mean? talking about the Kardashian and Jenners, and maybe yeah. some, the money gave them everything. Okay, oh, yeah. wait. So, but did they get, they basically got rich from being kind of like ugly and out there first, right? Well, I don't know that they were ugly and out there, because they weren't really ugly they at were the never, time. Well, they were never ugly. They right. weren't as attractive as they are now. That money did them all some good. Oh, absolutely. All of them. I mean, look at Kylie. Isn't Kylie Kylie's like, a whole different person. Kylie is, do you see on Instagram, like, I am obsessed with the before and afters of Kylie. Like, Kylie didn't even look the same. Yeah, but sometimes if you catch them with nothing on, with no makeup, no, I mean, they. it's a flashback. It is a flashback. Ten years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. why I think she hit out during her pregnancy, to be honest. Because she couldn't get lip injections. She couldn't do any of those things. Oh. I'm dead ass serious. I think she hit out in her pregnancy because that would have to be her at her most natural state. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's comfortable in her most natural state. I, I mean, that is, you're right. And I think now, because that empire has been, for Kylie, is so built on makeup. Like, how yes. can you ever look not attractive? Like, But now, isn't Kim's line bigger than Kylie's? Kim is doing it. Is with she? That KKW. No, I, no. That Kim's line is KKW under KKW Kylie's X. line, I think. No, yeah. it's not. It's not? No, she does a little collaboration with Kylie, but she does her own KKW Beauty. Honey, she's killing selling it. out. She's killing it. Yeah. So I don't know. They're all making money. Well, I also want to talk. Paul was out over the weekend hanging out with famous Vanity Fair photographer Look Andy Leibovitz. I yes. know. Doesn't he? I, I know. He's hanging with Annie Leibovitz. And who that else? That was the same like... night that you and, oh, uh, Dana Bash, who I love from CNN. Dana Bash. I that's she right. Was fabulous. And um, it was the the spring gala at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. Okay. It was on Friday night, and it was absolutely stunning. That was the night that Sarah and AJ went out without me, you know. Ooh, shade. And it's something we try to go out without somebody else, but then the other person's doing more than you was trying (laughs) to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what? I I didn't invite you. I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. Uh, Hold on. I'm talking. And Annie, Annie, girl, I'll call you. Sorry, that's my friend Annie Leibovitz. Now, where'd you say (laughs) you were? Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> you wouldn't have come out anyway. You were hanging out with Annie Leibovitz. I was down at the waterfront with AJ, who's our producer. Uh-huh. So we went out with some of her girlfriends who are all 24 or 25 years old. Oh, my God. Not we your got, whole life. They I know. fun, though. Oh, my God. They were so much fun. We drank. What did we drink? I don't even remember. I got Sarah. so drunk. Then we tried to hit a vaporizer. It was a hot mess. What, what, it was, was, it, was it a little bit more than vaporizer? By the way, it was on 420. Oh, so, it was okay. on 420? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, please. Exactly. Celebration. We were trying exactly. to celebrate. Sarah was drinking all the Moscow mules. She was having wine, and it was half price. It was during happy hours. So, Paul, where were you? With Annie Leibovitz. With, yeah. with Annie Leibovitz. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. And then this weekend I went to Charlottesville. You know, on the show on Wednesday, basically, Paul was like, I was talking about how I was going this weekend with Dan, my longtime boyfriend down yeah. to Charlottesville. So Paul goes, it's so fascinating to me, your trips versus mine. You know, I did not say it like <laughs> that. You know what? <laughs> and he goes, you know, my trips are to Paris, and yours are half a tank of gas or quarter <laughs> and how much did you burn we went through like a qu- half like, <laughs> see he was accurate accurate as hell right. i'm just saying we totally did i have to shout out though this woman sarah okay. who is huge fans of everybody here by I the love way it. Oh, I love she, it. hey sarah hey yeah, sarah she was in charlottesville i'm walking down the street and this woman's yelling sarah i'm like this cannot be like is this one she's like oh my god i love you she was great so i have to shout out her and say thank you so much for listening yes. and she was like yeah i'm a big fan of danny's podcast and paul and so i'm gonna shout out rachel dina who i met at my book signing on saturday i had a book signing at the batar institute okay a beauty and book event and the people came out and you know the other book signings i've done have been at malls and at barnes and nobles where they can do other things yeah I was concerned. I'm like, this is a destination spot on a sunny Saturday. What if nobody comes? The people came out. So thank you all for coming. Yes, to the people. Thank you, Rachel. Yes. Fun. You know, you're, I love it. you're so good. Um, all right. So a couple of pop culture stories because everybody wants to hear your points of view. And by the way, if you're on Facebook Live, you can leave a question. If you have a question for Danny, Paul, myself, um, just leave it and we'll get to questions. And then we have a great listener email actually about being scammed by a guy. And she what? Wants to know, yeah. No, Linda wrote to us and she like has this crazy scammer story from this guy that she dated for four months who even claimed like his last girlfriend was a Red Bull model. It's really, it's terrible. I just don't understand people, but okay, we'll get to that. Well, she's heartbroken and I'm like, and she really wants advice on how to get over it. So, uh, well, anyway, we'll get into that. So Kanye was... I know. I know. I don't even know why you feel bad when you find out people are lying to you, but I understand. Like you get really invested in like... Because, like, the prince, right? People get lonely. Like, you're convinced, like, this yes. is your one. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, well, you know, and I was just going to say, you know, I and we can talk about this. You know, I'm going to New York for the rest of the week, tomorrow till Sunday. So, you know, I've said that I'm never going to go back in relationships. Why do I do this, ladies? Why do I do this? What but I doing? dated yeah. a guy 15 years ago, okay? <laughs> people are going to be like, you dated every. I dated all these people for a long, long time. Right? Okay, exactly. okay. So you dated this person 15 years 15 ago. years ago in New York City, and we used to have so much fun. And anyway, he's moved to St. Louis or something. St. Louis? St. Louis. St. Louis. And, um, I like St. Louis. I'm going to need you to know what, you, what it is. But what, what it, it's St. Louis, St. Louis. It's the same right, thing. Say, <laughs> it's the same thing, baby. Everybody says it twice. St. Louis, St. Louis. It's the same knows. thing. Same thing. So he's oh there, and he's an investment banker. Good guy. So he decides, we decide, we've been talking a lot. We decide we're going to go to New York and stay together from Tuesday to Sunday. What the and hell have is like, wrong with you? This is a, this is scary. Why is this scary? I'm sorry. I just get scared about everything. Because you haven't <laughs> seen him in like 15 years. How do you I, know? Well, no, I saw him once. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw him once. We had a good time. So, uh, you know, we decided, actually it was a year ago. So we decided that, but that was just for like a night or two. 
Okay. But this is like a long time. Right, Tuesday so you know to Sunday, that's is. kind of a long time. That's a long, long time. That's what I'm saying. This is yeah. like a, a law and order SVU episode waiting to happen. You think so? Yes. Kind of. You could be going to see Andrew Cunanan. I mean, I'm terrified. Oh, I just don't want you to mess around and wake up dead. That's all. So, like, just be be careful. Be careful. Like, give you us better your. better be telling this to him. No, you know what? I just agree. give us your location. I'm worried about this. Yeah, right. Paul right. is like, he almost Look. got in a fight on like Friday or Saturday night. Who'd you beat right. up? Yeah, did you beat up like a bodyguard? Who'd you beat up? Yeah, I'm pretty rough out there. In I know the you. Oh, my God. That's the God's honest. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> he is. Seriously. Have you ever heard him? He, like, he goes from this to like deep voice and like ass kicker and like. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Well, this guy comes up to our table last night. I'm at this bar <laughs> called Bar Nine. <laughs> okay. And I've got like, it's a gay bar and I've got like five gay guys on the left and then my friend maria a woman she's sitting right there she's drinking a glass of champagne this guy comes up and he's all drunk and yeah his just eyes, nasty and he picks up her champagne no he didn't <gasps> it takes a sip give me that damn champagne well, like That's the her. audacity I said, actually no you can have this you go buy her one absolutely and he was like what i'm i said let me tell you something let me tell you what's gonna happen you're going to go over to that bar and buy her a drink. No, me and this boy, we were like. You're about to go at it. Oh. He, drink. Listen, you better tie your hair up. <laughs> no problem. He will. You are ready. He tie will. that ready. hair up, baby. And you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I'll fight your ass. <laughs> we know. Same. Totally. If I, if I swing on you, no. you had that shit coming. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. that's real, because it takes a lot. So Kanye West, but I, I'm dying to hear both of your thoughts, Danny and Paul, on this. So Kanye West kind of returned to Twitter in the past week and then really started tweeting over the weekend and yesterday, basically saying that he really loves the way conservative YouTuber, blogger, uh, I believe she's on Fox News a lot, Candace Owens, how she speaks and how she thinks. And I actually was like with him a, a lot until like then he got into a lot of basically, you know, everybody wants to be a victim today. Like once you become a victim, you're nothing. Like, so what do you think? What do you guys think? I like some of the earlier tweets. When he was first starting to tweet, they yes. were kind of inspiring. I was like, okay, come on, get me together. Yes. Do you know? Kanye came with positivity, he and did. then he came with some bombs that I was really excited about. He said mm-hmm. that he was producing uh, Nas's new album and Tiana Taylor's new album, and I was like, yes, way to go, Kanye. He right. seemed normal. And he did. Yeah. And then he dropped, he likes the way that Candace Owens thinks. And I just, I stopped for a second, and I, I go, no, there's no, like, really? This is, <laughs> like, I think he forgets. What happened when Lil Wayne said something like that? Like, okay. people shunned Lil Wayne. They were like, wait, what? You're not for Black Lives Matter. I don't understand. And I just feel like Kanye has never really, really bounced back after the death of his mother. Yeah. Like, I firmly oh, believe that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I do. And I think that he has struggled immensely. And I don't know if he's trying to be polarizing, but now is not the time. <laughs> like, yeah. Now is not the time to be polarizing because I watch. I didn't really know much about Candace Owens, but if Kanye endorses you, you people start to search it out. And everything that I found, I was like, oh, no, why are you endorsing her? Why are you supportive of her? Like, I don't understand. Well, you know, he thrives in the controversy. Yes. You know, he really does. If you ever think. I mean, he married a Kardashian. He married a Kardashian. Of course, he thrives And there. basically, Candace Owens, some of her things, essentially, she says that racism doesn't exist. So she feels that targeting, like, in Starbucks, what happened in Starbucks is completely false. She's done all these YouTube videos where, essentially, she's tried to out bullies. Then it encourages more bullying. Um She's a hot damn mess. And here's the crazy yeah. part about it is that um, in my research of Candace Owens, it, apparently about a year or two ago, she was super liberal. 
And then when Trump was elected, she switched the game. Because here's the thing. Racist people are always looking for, like, that token black who agrees with them about their own people. Are you looking at me like like, this? No, I'm just... I'm just saying, like, they're always looking yeah. for a token black to be like, see, that black person gets it, and she she's agrees with us. And th- well, that's th- why they love Omarosa. And that's why not they that love she- Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash. Now, now to me, now, Omarosa is not a, the token. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's. For them, uh, for, for them, them, she is. For them, maybe. Because we were we were stomping for Hillary, and the next thing I knew, it was like I saw something on her Instagram that said, choot, choot, the Trump train. I'm like, the like, hold on, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Right. So, what do you do? You, they were I, checking on her. So, I you think know, this was a clear because you know he's talked about running for president. Yeah. So I feel like this was a clear weekend of tweeting to essentially set himself up. I think he is going to legitimately run. I do also. I think he needs to clarify though. I feel like saying that statement got everybody talking. I mean, here we are talking about it. I need some clarification. Like, I just need him to explain what the hell he meant because I have rocked with Kanye for a very, very long time. And once I actually met him and sat with him and had conversations with him, I just thought that he is very, um, you know, people don't like him a lot. But I just think that he struggles. I I really do. Like, if I, I ain't going to put this out to the universe, but like he, he reminds me of someone with Asperger's. Like, just misses social cues, right. misses things like that. And and I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the spectrum. Abs- sure. Like, And tons of people think that because of how he just misses so many social cues and just things like that. But for me, it's like, at some point, Kanye, you got to take responsibility for the things that come out of your mouth. And he's wilding right now. I think he's conservative. I think he's going to run and energize that dude. base. Yeah, I think ah! he's going to energize that base of white people that... Let me cut her mic, please. <laughs> I don't really? know. What, we just got out of this. Was, this <laughs> this was, he Why would he do this? This was his tweet just 22 hours ago. Mm-hmm. There was a time when slavery was the trend, and apparently that time is still upon us. Now it's a mentality. Then he goes on to tweet self victimization is a disease. Then he continues to tweet people respect people for following the general trend and consensus. I mean, that's a pretty conservative. Those are three pretty conservative. Oh, yeah, but how do I feel about it when rich people get on this high horse and say, you know, it really doesn't exist. Well, to you, it might not in your bubble. Right. I'm sure you're not. But here's the thing. It does, though, because I don't know if you remember this, but remember when Kim was somewhere and somebody used the N-word in front of her and there was a video of her? She was on the plane, you mean, with with her kid. And and they were talking about her black kid. She was like, whoa. You know, Mm -hmm. so, like, yes, you have kids who, and, and, you know, and Kim is really quiet on She's very much a culture appropriator. Yeah, yeah. Very much a culture appropriator. And then we'll be very quiet on social issues. And I'm like, keep doing that, baby. But when your kids are out here, it doesn't matter how much money sometimes because they'll be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And I'm going to tell you they're going to experience some stuff that's going to rock your world. So I'm just, I'm just, I don't know what he's trying to do, but he better get it together. I think he's trying to be conservative, but then I think he's liberal as hell. You're not married to Kim Kardashian and you're not liberal. And you're not in Hollywood and as high up as they are in Hollywood and you're not liberal. I think it's a strategy of energize these conservatives that come out and vote trick them and then once you're in i think it's a bait and switch one thousand percent get in there and paint the whole white house black just come on his mother was yeah. a professor i mean yeah. you know professor and and you know research and he's from Con- chicago he's from yes. the inner city quit playing yeah. kanye stop it i don't believe for once i think it's a bait and switch big time i think he's i think he's really smart i'm voting for him he, he is, is extremely him. intelligent yeah. i mean who else are we going to vote for in 2020 i mean Listen, there's nobody else does it even matter like i don't know what ha- like pol- politics are scary to me right now just like completely scary oh i mean 100 percent yeah yeah 
Oh, my God. Crazy, crazy. Um, all right. There's tons of other stories that we all wanted to talk about. So I wanted to ask you guys, too. John Cena. And I was surprised to hear, Danny, you talk about that you're all about contracts. So oh, yeah. A story over the weekend emerged. You know, John Cena and Nikki Bella, who have been together for years and years, broke up officially, broke off their engagement. They were supposed to get married in May. You and I talked about this, Paul. Uh, but now it's come out that he made her sign a 75-page contract prior to her moving in with him, which essentially was like a prenup because his brother lived with him and his mother. So, like, she essentially waived all rights, moves in with him. Waived all rights to... Anything. Like, okay. like even if she moved in with him... Because you have squatter's rights. If you move, if you yeah, live there for yeah, more than 30 yeah. days, if you get an right. electric bill there, you basically right. you can you stay. Right, you live there. You, you don't get put out. Yes. Right. What do you guys think? Would you sign a 75-page agreement? Well, I think that some people have those kind of agreements. I have a friend who was engaged to a guy, and he died. And luckily, they had an agreement. Because he died, and so he was able to leave her some stuff because they had an agreement as soon as they moved in together. So oh, people, that's actually smart, yeah. People do it's that. smart, yeah. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. For me, it's like the biggest things in our life we sign contracts for, right? Like I got a car, I leased it. It's a contract. Um, you know, if I get a job and it's a really good job, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about a contract and extension. For me, it's like, you know, and I've been married and that contract, <laughs> null and void, right. baby. Okay. <laughs> so um, all I'm saying is like contracts are smart. If you're going to be with somebody, you should know what you require of them and they should know what they require of you and you should sit down. And so like for me and my person, we sat down. I said, listen, what do you require of me in this relationship? You've already done that. Absolutely. With your new you man. Contract, yes, relationship really? contract? We have a, I mean, it's not, it's ours is a verbal contract right now but before we get married we absolutely will sit down and i think you should always re-up on your contract because you know I'm, right i'm not the same Damn. person now than i will be a, you know a couple years from now so what we'll do is we'll sit down and say what do you require of me now in this moment and if you know things need to switch we'll re-up in two years but of all things you can't just say oh i'm gonna live with somebody or we're just gonna be married and that that shit's just gonna work out no i well, need to you know no what you expect of me exactly right? if you have no intention of coming through for the person or yeah. really doing the right thing yeah what a contract right what? right but if you are really <laughs> yeah. in it and you are gonna sell like that's what i told him i said i am willing to go to the ends for you so let's sit down and you tell me what you require of me and Absolutely. i'll tell you what i require of you and if things need to shift we'll sit down back together and decide yeah. on the new contract you know like and that's for me is how i know we are very serious in this because when you sign off on a contract that's a big deal has he already signed one no with you so we we have a verbal agreement right okay. now but we're working on like literally we touch base often i'm like okay is there anything i'm not doing do you need anything more for me and oh, i that's the so same good thing. it has to you know especially if you've been through what i've been through and you know i i won't do that again so for us it's very important that we speak it can out. sex be in the contract absolutely okay absolutely. Really? it's in the contract oh, damn oh my god i would it not is keep it on your side contract. and on his side on both sides it is in the contract. Wait, what, how do you, what do you want? Like, how much sex? Better. I got to know this. I'm gonna, Four times a week. Four times a week? Oh, my God. Four times a week. Your goals Does he want the for same me, thing? Girl. Yes. Okay. Well, and that was a compromise because he, yeah. he, we were like, okay, well, seven days is way too many because there's kids and there's a lot of things going on. But we, we agreed on four. And I was like, hell yeah. I, you four stick to the four? Yeah. Okay, great. We, we, oh, yeah, but you guys yes. are what? A year and a half in? Yeah, we're a year in. It's good. Okay, call me in five. A five-year mark. But listen, I've never had this much sex in my life. Wow. Really? With any, I was married Even, to n- married with any guy I've ever dated. I've never, sex has never been this good. So, like, for me, I would do, most days it's, I mean, most weeks it's six or seven. 
It really is. I kid you not. You guys, one time it was three times in one day, and the next day I couldn't move, and I was like, yeah, I'm not messing with that anymore. Like, I'm like paralyzed from sex, straight up. I'm with you. I mean, I want to have sex every day, too, but here's the problem is then sometimes I go out with AJ and her friends. I get hungover, and then the next day I'm like, I can't. I can't perform. You come home and jump on them? No, I pass out. Like I was that mouth do. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, no excuses over here. You better make it happen. (laughs) See, I love contracts when they benefit me, but then I'm like, oh shit. Like (laughs) I like what am I gonna do when I don't want to have sex? Like there is old selfish ass over there. Mm-hmm. Whatever, girl. You guys. Sometimes you uh, listen. When you have a contract, though, this will keep. I love you, it. It will hold you accountable because I will tell you, like, there are some times where I'm like, I don't want to deal with this, whatever. But I remember that contract, and I just open my legs and. I'm like, really? Oh, now, baby. Now let's I wonder go. what some of the, some women's opinions <laughs> are on it. this. Well, here's if you my don't want to do it, you don't want to do it, right? I think that's hard. I think the sex contract is difficult because I think like the older you get too, like, and you're just so like you work all the time, then you have kids. Like, you that's know, why I don't you even have kids. Though, but that's why you re-up. The contract yeah. doesn't stay. That's true. Yeah. If you it's do like it every lease. year. You re-up yeah. on it. You decide. And it be like uh, my phone contract. I can roll those days over. All the minutes over. over. All the points yeah. over. <laughs> like, baby, this week is right. going to be two, mm-hmm. but I'll give you all seven yeah. next. <laughs> next week. Lock that world. Um, on, get it. <laughs> by the way, there are a lot of people on our Facebook Live and people are loving this. Uh, tai Wong says it is a a triple threat today. Chrissy says, yes, I'm going to need dating advice from you guys as well. Tony is also on. Michael Cannon's on. So thank you guys, and be sure to share the Facebook Live right now. Um, also, how did you guys feel about the NFL player, and he's now a CBS commentator who posed over the weekend with his daughter, who's 17 years old. He's holding a gun in the picture. You can see it right here. It's up for you on Facebook. So Jay Feely is his name. By the way, he also recently made headlines because he's the guy that Giselle Bunchen yeah. went to and tried to get him to convince Tom Brady to retire okay. from football, which, of course, Tom Brady doesn't want to do. So he now has come out and said, look, it was a joke. I'm a funny man. There was no clip in the, um, you know, the safety was on. I don't it wasn't see anything loaded. wrong with this. You don't? This has been... The joke for you know hundreds uh, years forever. Yeah, you know the father, the daughter's going to prom. You better know. You better bring my daughter back here. I mean, they did it on Bad Boys too. They did do it on Bad Boys too. I think <laughs> and he hashtag that. Yeah, yeah. He did but I do think it's a little like cavemanish because one, this is 2018, and your daughter's body belongs to her. So like, yeah, dads, that's great and cute and everything. Except nah. That's her body. She, If she want to give it up on prom night, baby girl gets to do that. Sorry. Like, for real, I have two whole daughters, okay? Yeah. I have two daughters. Their bodies belong to them. Like, yes, I will be like, I hope you love the person that you lose your virginity to, or I hope you do this. But at the end of the day, I don't control anybody's vagina but my own, and he needs to quit playing. <laughs> like, Well, for maybe real. it's different for fathers. They probably feel I, a little bit different about their daughters. I bet they yeah. do, but mm-hmm. guess what, Daddy? No. Like, I mean, it's a little I don't know. I would try to hold it off. I would. <laughs> Like, baby, don't don't let it go. Don't let it go, baby. <laughs> Hold on to it a little bit longer. That is true, actually. Yeah, because yeah. the person you have high, sex in high school with, you're never with. Like, I think it's kind of cute the way she's looking at her father and then the guy's little. I think it's cute. I I, I'm sorry. I don't. See, I'm not offended by everything. That's true. And here's the thing. You know? I'm not really offended Isolate by Isolate that. We definitely need to get that on. Right I'm not offended right. by everything. Yes. I'm not, but you no, know. I me. think that's awesome, but no, we're in a day when everybody is offended with everything. Yeah. And this guy got trolled like crazy over the weekend. Well, and here's the thing at the end of the day, somebody's always going to be offended. Am I actually offended by it? No, but I can see the perspective yeah. of other people. And I definitely think that, you know, fresh off of a couple school shootings, a thing that happened in Tennessee, it might seem a little Where bit. Where do they much. live? 
I don't know. They Are look they like the they South? live in Florida. Yeah, they don't they look okay. like they first of all, he's hot. I was blinded by I was like, that's a hot dad. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
like if I were yeah, another mom in the carpool and that guy was single, I'd be like, I totally want to fuck that dad. <laughs> like I did. I didn't even. People were like, "Are you upset about the gun?" I'm like, "No, I'm upset that this guy looks like hot and he looks like he has a big dick." Like I'm not gonna lie. Why so his, like, why are his pants that tight? Like <laughs> I don't know. why? I don't know, but I'm like, I'm sorry. There's other things in this picture. This guy looks like he's 28 and hot as hell. He looks well endowed. Like. I'm into all that. Oh, yeah, and the gun. I'm sorry. The, the loser in this is that other kid that's like the boyfriend. No yeah. one wants him. That dude doesn't even look like he's grown a mustache. Get out of the photo. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you here? Why are you Hello, here? Sarah. Okay. Nice, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's my two cents. Okay. <laughs> um, also, so we were talking about this briefly earlier, but essentially um, there is now research that people that are less attractive make more in your workplace. And there is zero scientific evidence or any research-based evidence that attractive people actually make more. Do I think you guys there's more believe forgiveness that? for ugly people if they're rich. I mean, you know what I mean? That's what it is. It's like, oh, he's great. He's a, oh, he's a fabulous guy. He got you a know? whole lot of money. He got a whole lot of money. Yeah. That is the great equalizer. You get you some cash. Well, here's the thing. I think that people who are less attractive might be more motivated make more money. Ooh, that's a good. Okay, they have that's more time on their hands also. Not even just more time, but like, you know, little man syndrome is a thing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I've always true. I've always found that little guys are usually tend to be extremely successful because they're so damn little that they feel like they have to have something else. They drive big cars, they talk yeah. big game, things like that. You know, also like not like a lot of non-attractive men will they will work their ass off to be a Oh, ahead of a morning show, maybe. Yep. Something shade. <laughs> Something like that because they want they want the Just accolades shade. and all of that. You know, mm-hmm. they want that. So I, I, I guess I could see it. I agree with you. Okay, put in that context. I think you're 100 percent correct. I think that ugly people do work harder. They work hard because yeah. they, they want. If you're not going to get right. it from being pretty, you're going to damn for damn sure get it from working hard. Well, that is and a earlier good point. in their lives, like what I was saying about having more time is like nobody's checking for them. You know, Friday yeah. night, ain't nobody called you. <laughs> that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? So, so be at the you office. just work on yourself. You just keep working on yourself, working on yourself. And then when it's time, you know, they when it pops off for them, it pops big. I mean, I do love all the before. And we were talking about before and after pictures with the Kardashians. But if you look at Migos and you look at their before and their after, I'm like, damn, those guys are a lot hotter now that they have money and success. They're hot. I mean, Jay-Z. I think they're good. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Jay-Z looks really good. I saw him on David Letterman, on David Letterman's Netflix show. I was like, damn, when, that is a good-looking father. That's because money can make a person attractive. I don't care what anybody says. Jay-Z was never attracted to me, and then he became Jay-Z, had all this swag, has all this money, and it's just like the way he carries himself now. Oh, it's like, yeah. I just He's think a bit he more sm- mature now, too. Yeah, I just yeah. think he smells like. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, he smells like a cologne right. that no one else can afford. Exactly. And that is super hot. Yeah. And you know what's so like great? I was saying to Dan, like I'm always, I, I always compare Dan to other men, which is like a terrible thing that's to just, do. I, Why would you I'm do like, that? That's yeah, baby. great, I'm Sarah. Like, You're not Jay Z. Definitely working, right? <laughs> See, my contract would be like, I would send him these links to other men that I want him to be like. <laughs> so, like when I saw Jay Z on Letterman's show, I was like, this is a man who has done so much, like therapy. Yeah. And like. So so really? Like, oh, I need to oh watch my that god! One. You okay. have to like. I never even liked David Letterman until he has this show on Netflix, which it's is great. These, it's so fucking good. Like, it's compelling, it's amazing. Uh, former President Barack Obama has been on George Clooney, Jay Z, and they have this really candid conversation. But Jay Z basically talks about 
all his childhood and how like his dad yeah. was never there and how much that impacted him. I mean, you don't hear men like go there and like he talks about cheating on Beyonce and why he did it and, you know, all the therapy he's done. And then with his daughters, like his mother, of course, you know, she had a lot of trauma. Yeah. So she was very tough on, you know, himself and his siblings and how like he just looks at Blue Ivy and like can't ever like really be difficult. So is that so the part evolved. you're attracted to? It's not yeah. necessarily his aesthetic. It's not the aesthetic, no. it's the emotional yeah. evolution. Like, I, like I admire people so much that can be so public about their emotional evolution. Because yeah. isn't that what we're all trying to do? Yeah. And like when people are awful, like mean to you to you or, or terrible in the workplace, they're really coming from like everyone has so much baggage, like so many things to unpack. So when people have really unpacked it and done the work, you're like, Holy shit. I just want to be in their presence. Girl, you are preaching to the choir because my therapist Beth is the bomb.com. Like, she is such a G. And how good... I think everybody should have a therapist, straight up. I know. I don't understand why people don't realize the benefit in talking about things and unpacking all the bullshit from your childhood and your traumas because you will live your best... Get you a therapist, you will live your best damn life. Yeah, maybe I'll try therapy. You really should, well, because Paul. I have a few good friends that I talk to about a lot of stuff, but sometimes I just I say hello, and I'm, they're like, uh, uh yeah. I'm well, like, bitch, you ain't listening to me. Well, that's the thing. Friends aren't the way to go when you're trying to unpack stuff because, yeah. you know, they'll give you unsolicited advice. A therapist is on a, like, uh, is uncharted territory. They don't know nothing about you like okay. that. They, they hear you out. They give you unbiased opinion. Like, I'm telling you, therapy for everybody. It is true. Honest to God. We got to team up on that. That's one of the things I want to yes. do is lobby for that. Absolutely. I mean, therapy should be f- absolutely in the school, in schools, in workplaces. Yes. I mean, because how do you expect people to navigate this life when everyone grows up with trauma? You know, my dad died. Your dad was an alcoholic. You know, your parents got divorced. Like, then we expect people to go into adulthood when these major things happen to kids who are 10, 13, 14, 15, and then function as adults and then coexist in a workplace where you're expected to like get along, empower. How how am I going to empower other people, have a healthy relationship at home when my life had tons of shit, you know? Absolutely. It's like, I I agree with you. I think people, you've got to go. I think you'd find it. So good. No, I'm Please open. go. It's I'm such totally a, open. like it's such a dope experience. Like I highly recommend therapy for everybody. And I think that people don't realize like the trauma of your childhood really like oh. that that solidifies you as a person and that stuff carries on. Like I have a I have a 6-year-old and I found her you know, she knows she is loved. We have a divorce, you know, we I got divorced. I have a six-year-old, and the other day I found um, a picture of her, my, her dad and me under her pillow. Aww. And I'm, like, mortified for her because I'm like, this is a little girl who knows she's loved on both sides. And so, you know, I asked her, why do you have this picture? And she said, I kid you not, she said she just wanted to remember that we loved each other at one point. And oh. she's six. Oh. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. that stuff carries. Mind you, we she has never seen us argue. She doesn't know that there's right. any drama. Now, I can't stand his ass a lot, but she doesn't <laughs> know that. You know, like, she knows nothing. But kids will pick up on things. And so, yeah, I think the stuff that we have as kids really carries on. And I loved in your podcast because this happens too, you know, and you know this. I feel like you you've been so open about it with your mom, Paul. But like as we get older, it's a total reversal. You know, then the kid becomes the parent. And you're like, it's that's a lot. Then you exhausting. It's exhausting. You gotta parent your little girls. And plus you gotta parent your parents. It's also a little scary when your parents get older because it's you know, it's a part of life, but you know, start to think certain things like saving the voicemails. 
Yeah. You know, because I've been saving the voicemails for a long time. Unfortunately, I have a mother yeah. that used to tell me, well, when I would go away for the summer or something, this might be the last time I see you. But her mother said that to her. All the time. It's and then she freaks you thing, out. And yeah. Down, and I'm like, God, I was 13 and 40 now. Right. Like, Stop saying that shit. You're still right. here. <laughs> Exactly. I've been holding this shit for thirty years. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh my I god. You need some therapy. Yeah. I'm telling you, baby, it's gonna be. It's gonna do you wonders. Yeah, you you'll love wonders. it. Seriously. Well, that's why I like this podcast. This is like therapy to me. Yeah, I know. You I love really it. Me do. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I'm god. More to come. Oh my god. I love it. We are one fucking sponsor away from making this a weekly oh, thing. Let's Who do wants it. to sponsor? Put your money where your mouth right. is. There it is. Just yeah. email. Sarah at HeyFrage.com. Who wouldn't want this? Please. We'll do it at someone's work. We'll do it at, like, Citibank. Don't um, don't overpromise. That's one thing about her. She'd be like, you know what? We'll come to you. Everyone will all the things. All the things. Please. We'll absolutely do it. Um, Okay. Two last stories I want to talk about. So, Louisiana, would you guys really call the police on a woman who's accused of breaking into a home, stripping naked, and then taking a bath while eating Cheetos? I think this woman sounds like uh, Evelyn Washington is 29. Evelyn, girlfriend, you'd be my friend. Evelyn and I would be in the bath together. She broke into someone's house. She she ran a bath. Yeah. And she popped open the bag of Cheetos. (laughs) Yes. And she just... Nah, I'm and now luxuriated. she's been charged with burglary and criminal damage. Oh, give me a break. That's too much. At, at that point, you just like, you ask, what's her name, Evelyn? You ask yes. Evelyn what the hell is going on in her life. Because if Evelyn needed a bath and some Cheetos, something is going on. I know. So you just ask her what's going on. You tell her she can't keep doing this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you send, her and you send her ass on her way, make sure she's good. I think sometimes you just don't call the police for certain mm. things. I agree with That's you. Me. I know. Everybody wants to call the police all the time. shit out of me. Somebody in my really? bathtub? Are you kidding me? I mean, me? yes, I would be scared shitless. But- I would also think there is a woman in my bathtub eating Cheetos. She done been through some shit. I Let agree. Let me figure out what the hell is going on. That wouldn't on. bother me. I'd have a baseball bat in my hand in case Evelyn needed her ass whooped. <laughs> but I would inquire what was going on in Evelyn's life that got her naked in my bathtub eating Cheetos. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if they were bathing, like, in my clothes or something, and then they had, like, Dan's underwear on, I'd be like, okay, this could be, like, a really obsessed fan. But Evelyn just stripped nude. What was she planning on doing after the bath? That's what concerns me. Well, just toweling off yeah. and laying in your bed. <laughs> Crawling in next to you. Cuddling for the night. you ever had anyone break into your house or anything, Paul? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> no, I, no, I have not. Good. That's a good thing. No, you know, Michael, the the one thing that I was... Remember that story I told yes. before? Michael but was I'm the guy that, the, um, that Paul dated for, for many years. Oh, I was living in Harlem in this beautiful brownstone. Okay. And I was out for the night. He was mad about it. He had gone out too. So when I got home, he had tied a rope around the door and, <laughs> and hammered the other side of the rope into the parquet, the beautiful Are you original me? floors. He was drunk. But look, when I opened the door, I just opened the door in. He tied it the wrong way. So no! <laughs> I opened the door and there's a rope. I'm like, and he's standing there and he just. Just oh thinking like God. you couldn't get in the house. A fool done tied this. I can't. Can I you cannot. believe that? Yeah. So that was the closest thing I ever had to a break in. Yeah. And well, it was someone you already knew. He I, had a key. I grew up with a professional burglar. Straight up. Really? What do you mean? And, uh, Who? In fact, he, rest in peace to my Uncle Billy, greatest man, I swear. Uh, I mean, he was a thief, but whatever. He's my uncle, so I still love him. If you were to Google the hungry burglar, that is my uncle. Really? And yes, it will come up. Straight up, that is my uncle, the hungry burglar. And how he was found out. Let me tell you, this man was so, he, rest in peace, Uncle Billy, but I got to tell you this story. He would break into people's houses. I love it. And he never, he didn't even steal much because he never wanted anybody to, <laughs> the hungry burglar. He would break into people's houses, cook a whole damn meal. <laughs> 
I swear to God, he would you got to be kidding. He me. would break into this people's is houses. He would cook a whole damn meal, clean the damn kitchen, no. put everything back. You would never know. Do you want to know how he was caught? How he drank a soda, left it on the counter, <gasps> and his DNA was on it. I'm talking what? about they, nothing was even missing, but the woman remembered. Like she was like, "Why is this here?" Okay, this just sounds like a guy who like had like some sort of you know my strange obsession. Like he enjoyed breaking into people's homes and then cooking himself dinner. I mean, occasionally what? he would steal some things. I won't. He would, but it was never anything people would notice. They wouldn't notice for months at a time. But the reason he got caught is because he made an entire brunch. He was brunching by his damn self <laughs> in the place. Left the pop soda, whatever what from the he Midwest. Make? He like a whole brunch. I'm talking about bacon, eggs, everything. He would put. He would clean the kitchen spotless. Put I everything away. Yeah, he did. He did. But he was that just so odd. Yeah, Google it. I'm not joking. The Hungry and Burger. That's my uncle. You I have to Google it. Straight up, that. that is my my. And he, I mean, he passed away, and I I miss him terribly. But um, but yeah, every time I Google the Hungry Burger, his ass pops right up. I'm like, that's my uncle. Yeah, <laughs> that is good. crazy. I love it. Oh my god, how long did it. how long did he live? Like. Burglaring? Yeah, when you were a, a kid. Like, did you guys <laughs> see him a lot when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. I mean, Uncle Billy was, he practically was my dad. He helped raise me. And he, um, he I mean, he stole all the time. He didn't steal from us. That's we. He loved us. He did not steal from us. But he would come home with all types of stuff. And you knew whoever he was around that day okay. lost something Somebody came nice. up short. Yeah, somebody came up okay. short multiple times. Oh, wait, no, no. This Okay, there's a different one. This guy's from Washington State. This hungry burglar Listen, enjoys so uh, soup, I'm gonna whiskey, find it for and ransacking the home. I'm going to find it for oh you. Oh, my I'm God, just this gonna is put amazing. It, I'm going to give you the link. I'm going to text I you the link wait. because I... Was like no, it was soon. Hungry burger, hungry. Bur- okay, I can't even say it. We've been drinking too much. Rosé. Yes, hungry okay, burger, yeah, burger. Right. But yeah, that's exactly. what he would do, and and he would do it all the time. He was really good at it. All right, he was really good at you it. You find that story. We have this email from Linda to read, and I want to be like, I feel bad. Like Linda is seriously upset. She wants okay. real advice. Okay, okay. even though we feel like Linda, this should have been an easy one. Okay, okay. Uh, she says, Sarah, I've been following your career for seven years now since I moved to DC, and I'm so glad you flourished working in your own thing, and I love the podcast. Thank you, Linda. She says, I do have to tell you, though, I'm very upset with a recent relationship I've had. My friends and I have not been able to understand why the last person that I dated for five months lied about everything in his life. The only truth that he told was about other people. I started questioning myself and my self-worth, and I have not been able to date ever since. This was about six months ago. I think partially it's because I never got closure. So I'm hoping you guys can understand. She says, first of all, we met at a Costco, which I thought was just true fate, right? Okay. In the DMV, in the DC area. Here's when things went weird. After a couple weeks of talking and dating, I added him on Facebook. And when I added him, he didn't add me back. So I asked him why. Because <laughs> he's lying, girl. Sorry. He's like, what do you mean? Which Facebook page did you add me to? Which? He has two, apparently. Okay? Red flag. Which he is from Indian descent. And he claims one, his Indian parents control. He also told me he was 29 years old, but when we were out on a date at one point, I looked at his license to see that he was 25. He told me he graduated undergrad from Fresno and then got a master's degree at Berkeley and then interned at Tinder and went on to work at Snapchat. I started to- damn, he sounds perfect. Right? (laughs) Minus all the lies. Exactly. You can't manufacture it too much now. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find a LinkedIn profile anywhere. Uh, He kept trying to keep us together, even though I would confront him about these lies. Um, And then I one of my girlfriends said, well, he probably has a dating website since he's Indian vegetarian and doesn't smoke. Of course he did. He has two. One where he poses as a 29 year old and another at age 40. 
What? When I confronted him, he said that, and and one of the profiles says that he's looking for a mature woman, and he wants to settle down with older women because they're, quote, less drama. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. How old is our listener here? She doesn't say how old she is. Uh, When I confronted him about it, he just told me that he didn't have time to delete them. Despite the fact that they'd been dating for months. Uh, Here's the one that killed me, though. He also posted regular pictures of his ex-girlfriend, an ultra-hot model named Christy, that he said that he was still in touch with and that they dated in college. I started to investigate Christy to find out that she's a Red Bull hype promo girl who takes pictures with lots of men and on Red Bull social media is with my ex-boyfriend and her. They, in fact, never dated. I was going to say, I was going to call it. I almost called it before you said it. I was going to say, he never dated her. He oh, never Linda. dated her. Absolutely so not. he's running around at different Red Bull events trying to get pictures she of Chris. He's just a liar. Linda says, when I confronted him, he shed tears telling this story. My friends have oh, said, shit. he's not real. And this whole thing sounds like a Bollywood movie that I need to get over. After I saw that, um, you know, this girlfriend wasn't real, I'm just questioning everything about myself. God, girl, why is it boo. your issue? This ain't That's got nothing issue. to do with you, baby girl. Hold nothing, on. Nothing, not a thing. First of all, let me give you one word to Google, baby girl. Okay, what do you guys think for Linda? Sociopath. He's yeah, a this soci- guy sounds like a- He's 100% a sociopath. Um, any person who is that that many lies, who will cry to try to save his lie, who will create and, and fabricate so much, that is a one-on-one, like, without a doubt, a sociopath. Like, but she knew it from day one, though. She did. I mean, and I and I know sometimes we really want to be in a relationship. You got to stop that shit. Here's the thing, though. Okay, we all have girlfriends and guy friends who have gone along with a lie like this and are hoping that it turns out well. But I think what she's saying is how does she even, like, begin to just sort of save her own self-esteem when she fell for this so hard, gave him multiple ch- You know what I'm saying? She's, like, so, beating herself well, up. Because sociopaths are convincing as hell. Okay, it's so not, you're saying... Yeah, I'm saying, like, this is not your fault. Like, a sociopath path will make you believe shit because they are that good at it like without here's the thing this doesn't have shit to do with her what's her name linda 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 this is not this has nothing to do with you this is not a reflection of you this actually means that you have a very vulnerable spirit you're a good person and this person knew to prey on you you're a good person linda this person is a bad person there are more good people out there for you this person was not one of them you gotta move the hell on and push crazy to the side how do you trust again though paul like how do you because because here's the thing right we all have instinct right and, yeah and intuition intuition right and I always think like I have a really strong intuition no matter what scenario and every time I don't go with my intuition it just doesn't work out it's right? not gonna bode well for you always go with your but intuition we knew all along I mean I've been in this situation before with the sociopath yes we've, all, we've know, all been the there time I just wanted to be in something with someone it could have been Anyone, Anybody. because I knew he was bullshitting me. Which is exactly why the yeah. Prince of Dubai scam would work right. for some people. Right. Because they right. just want to believe so bad that there's someone out there for them, even if it is, heaven forbid, the damn fake-ass Prince of Dubai. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so, really good. So it's learning to trust your instinct. Take this as, go back, think about the red flags that popped up. Yes. Because we all had them. Sounds like from day one when Stop the whole Facebook thing. It. Don't ignore them. The next time, go with it. Yes. When someone shows That's you good. who they are, believe, believe them. So the way you move That's forward good. in the next relationship is as soon as shit starts seeming like something doesn't add up, listen, I'm sorry. I've been through some shit. We aren't going to be able to move forward. 
Listen, I think that's so good. You're yeah. good at that, too. Also, that. you know, I'm petty, whatever. Let them leave their cell phone alone with you for all of five minutes, girl. You will find out everything you need to know. I'm, <laughs> I'm all about checking cell phones. Check a cell phone, girl. You'll be good. You'll know quickly who is who. Yeah, also, if somebody true. has two, just for future reference, if somebody has two Facebook pages, two cell phones, two of much of anything, that's not the person for you. They yeah. hide in some shit. Yeah. Bottom line, they're yeah. hiding some shit. And if you find out that a guy says he dated some hot ass girl, which he never dated, you just need to run because that is a clear sign that he's crazy. I agree with you. That's, I agree with you. I feel bad for Linda because she's blaming herself. And that's the problem with women is we're yes. so good to internalize that shit. But what, what Linda went through has nothing to do with her and everything to do with crazy Bollywood man. Yeah, it really does. Right? Like oh, this, my God. It's not a reflection of you, Linda, girl. You're going to live your best life. Linda! Yes. Living your best right. life. That's right. Girl, and then bring them to relationship therapy. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do it. And it works out so well. Yes. Make a contract. Therapy went and down. You seem so happy. You are really? you and Dan like really doing Oh, we're well? back on. Things this are hot and heavy. Wait, were you off? Well, they were having <laughs> yeah. a moment. I was having a moment. Because he works all the time in soccer, like seven days a week. And probably about what was it, a month ago? He uh the first weekend he had off in like several weeks, okay. he decided one he had to coach a game, right? So like this like I was like okay it was a Saturday I'm like sure go coach the game and then we'll hang out in the afternoon then in the afternoon he informed me he was going out drinking with his guy friends the next day you wanted some quality uh, time. I lost my shit I yeah. bet you did I was like if you're choosing your guy friends at year five over me how are we gonna have a baby and a house <laughs> all the stuff you said you didn't want the all month the sh- before yeah all the shit you didn't even <laughs> want okay Sarah don't self-sabotage over there oh, girl. I, together. I am crazy as hell in a relationship I'm like I am super too. emotional needy and uh yeah the show's all about me really <laughs> Girl, at least you own that shit, exactly. though. You gotta own it. I really like, do. I love Jeff, but he is he is in for a world of crazy. Exactly. <laughs> Just a world of crazy. I know. Every guy is. I know. You know that Kim song, This Is Why I Love You? Yes. This is why I love you, because you love me. Yes. I'm like, yes. That's the way it should be. Listen, I love you because you, you love, love me. me. You love me so much. It works out. And I love you, too. Danny, you are so awesome. Thank, Thank you for being you. Oh on the God. show. Thank you for having and me. And you've been such a wonderful friend to me, too, Thank as you. I've gone through all, everything with my viral stuff. And yes. You've really, like, texted me. I just returned in the favor, baby, because you were right there for me when I went through my viral <laughs> shit, yeah. girl. So. I didn't expect, like, myself to go through it. Like, three weeks later, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, this is, I'm going to read my text back that I sent her. I'm going to read all of them. Yes. Um, but you've been such a great Thank friend. You. So Empathy and Eyebrows is on iTunes. People yep. can listen every Friday. You have a new episode. Yep, or on my website if you have Android, dannystar.com. Shout out to AJ. She's my producer also. AJ! Oh my God, she's doing big things. You're welcome, baby. Paul, you're fabulous. We are (laughs) going to invite you on drinks. I know, forever. Oh my God. Please. And check out my book, Pulling It All Together. Oh, we know. All bookstores, Amazon, and everywhere else. Will you give us a full report after spending, you're spending like five nights with this guy from St. Louis. But I'm doing other stuff too. I'm doing Good Day New York, and I'm doing New York Live on NBC. I'm doing stuff. I'm doing Radio Andy. I need you to send me your location, because I just, listen, I'll pull up. Like, I don't play that shit. I pull up. If you need me, baby, I will be in the first train to New York. I will pull the fuck up and make it good. Well, I'm super booked up just to give myself other stuff. Good. So you have a break. You have a break. Okay. I got shit okay. to do. Okay. Good. All right. We're in. Um, you Good. guys, thank you guys so much. Of course, love. Right, Fun times. Bye. Good times. This is already. Catch the